From Calvary Church of Santa Ana, this is the Calvary Life Podcast, the show where we share stories, laugh together, and have discussions about faith, life, and God with people from Calvary Church. Here are your hosts, Eric and Matt. Welcome to the Calvary Life Podcast. This is Eric Wakeling, and you are in for a treat today, people. It's going to be amazing. We have a pumped up crowd because we have two people here with us. No Matt Doan. We have Aaron Holm. What's up? Yes. And Robert Carter. Yo. Good to see you, Bobby. I did not know we have laugh tracks. Yeah, we got all of it, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh yeah, we got lots of sounds and stuff. He Obviously, bring in a beat. guys, you know that they don't actually listen to the podcast because we <laughs> use the sound effects every now and then. So, you know, it's fine. Sorry to all you mm. loyal listeners out there. I've listened to like more than three times. Speaking of loyalists, could we talk about the coronation on Saturday? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Aaron, you were giving us like a mm. little example of part of it. Like you mm-hmm. saw, um, what was your favorite part of the coronation ceremony? Oh, I just loved at the end, the priest in his... <laughs> British accent saying my favorite part of every service here at Calvary, which we like to call the Aaronic, Aaronic Benediction, but he, it sounds a little like this. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face shine upon you. But then he like shifted no, it at the end. he was so bad and though. Yeah. Lift, lift up the light of his countenance yes. to you. Eric, that kind of sounds like Nicky Gumbel. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, Eric does way better. Oh, yeah. Than that guy did. They should have flew you out. Well, I was mad at how much that guy had to read. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not that hard to memorize it. I mean, he probably it's hard no, for some he people. He probably had no idea what he was reading. <laughs> we love you, Matt. This is the Bible. <laughs> why, is yeah, it called, why is it called Numbers? Church of England, real big on the Bible these days. Uh, oh, yeah. Whoa, Bobby's coming in with hot, hot takes. takes. <laughs> <laughs> That's next time podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right. So, hi, guys. What's up? Hey Eric, Thanks how you for doing? I know I'm excited to fun. have you here. Matt Doan is. This is amazing. Yeah. Matt Doan could have been here, but I just wanted. I preferred to have you guys here today. Mm-hmm. Let's Matt talk Doan. about why this will be an amazing podcast. One. <laughs> Robert's taking over. <laughs> no, Aaron fun. and I are both Enneagram sevens. Oh yeah, and so that brings a certain automatic fun life to yes. any mm-hmm. podcast. Are you really an Enneagram? Um, Wait, hold on, hold on. Let's let's <laughs> let's hone in on this. It's true. Aaron's an Enneagram seven because you do seem like you could be an Enneagram seven, but you also seem like you could be some other ones. Two. Yeah, yeah. She misidentified so, for a while. Okay. I keep saying this: the healthier I've actually gotten. Yeah. Not physically, but internally. <laughs> Even though I'm ripped now. Um, the healthier I've gotten as a human being. Yes. I think I've realized I'm more of a seven, and I would act more like a two. Yeah. Because that was, oh, I got to help everyone else. I got to be responsible for everyone else. But there's more freedom now to be, which me, which is sevens are still helpful. What's the wing? Is it six? Sometimes. I don't know. What's a six even? Mm, I'm a wing six, which is a six is the. Well, tell people what a seven is, by the way. We're not like hyper Enneagram here. No. Mm -hmm. We think it's interesting. So seven is like performer. Seven is the enthusiast. enthusiast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. So if you know me. I can be enthusiastic about things. Yeah, that's true. Spontaneity. So pretty on the nose. Yep, yep, yep. I more identify with the Enneagram with the things that are negative descriptions of them. <laughs> I think that's true. Than like positive, okay. like the ways that sevens are unhealthy or the way, like those kind of things. I'm like, oh yeah, that's me. That's me. That's okay, me. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so that doesn't sound very enthusiastic. 
I mean, yeah. Well, even like example, <laughs> like if you put me in an office all day, eight hours myself, I'll probably be dead at Just the end die. of it. Just die. But if yeah. I get to yeah. sit, it's like even Natalie, shout out Nat, um, <laughs> me, Robert, Natalie end up working in the same office just because yeah. we just like being around each other. Yeah. We don't have to like talk. We just... It's uh, well, you, do, it you do have to talk because I, I'm on the office across no, the hall. No, it's called quantum... <laughs> I hear the talking. <laughs> no, it's called quantum mechanics, right? What? Or the law of entanglement where like just the presence of other energy can like uh, stimulate mm -hmm. your own like thing. Okay, I don't okay, know. Robin, okay. Robin Guys told me about it one time. So okay. Shout out. I trust it. Shout Is out. that like, um, like Ant-Man? Is that what you mean? Yeah, mm. quantum Quantum realm. physics realms or something? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Did you know that I... So I classify myself as a Enneagram 8 with a wing 7. Wow, shocker. Oh. Yeah. I would never think that you were an 8. <laughs> that lies deep. You know how I think that 7 is the most identifiable Enneagram number? Because they're just like, oh, yeah, he's such a 7. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I feel like 8's pretty close, too. Yeah, like, yeah, it's such an 8. I hate when people talk like that, though, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's too much sometimes. Oh, but. that's my 8 oh, talking. That's just my, that's eight my eight 7 talking. talking. Yeah. That's my 6 talking. And then the other reason that this podcast is going to be amazing is because Aaron and I <laughs> yes. actually worked together in yeah. 2014 and 15 in high school ministry. Oh. And okay. so we have. We're bringing it back. Great memories of. Was I a volunteer for you guys then? No. At Hume, you were. Okay. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But not like that's in right. the year long. That's not when I was doing the small group. My small group. Mm -mm. Okay. Okay. You okay. were never there. No, you finished before we got there. Dang. So it was me, yeah. Aaron, and Doug Brown, and okay. Mm -hmm. It, it was, was a hoot. We it did a lot a of videos. We went to Albania and figured that out. It was oh, a good time. Was, yeah. It was a hoot. <laughs> it was a hoot. So, Aaron, explain what you do here at Calvary in case any of the listener mm. doesn't know. Awesome. Well, yeah. my title is Pastor of Spiritual Formation. And so my goal is to help ministries and peoples of Calvary to engage in the process of growth spiritually. Um, yeah. And then I also do college and young adult ministry. Nice. So it's nice to have a little group of sheep as well. <laughs> <laughs> if we're getting real biblical here. <laughs> do you think, what do you, if there was a different animal that like Jesus were to pick instead of sheep and sh like Ooh. shepherds, what do you think he should have? If like that was off the table, what mm. should have been chosen? Donkeys are pretty that's dumb too, right? Yeah, donkeys. I'm like, just anything that's a little dumb. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That needs a little guidance. That's a great question. Did you know today is National mm. Donkey Day? Shut up. No, what? seriously. <laughs> wow, Aaron's the first one to cuss on the podcast. Wow. I'm just kidding. It's like, wow. <laughs> it's like 1970s Christian school cussing. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what does that even mean? Like, what do you do on National Donkey Day? I don't know. I just saw Watch somebody Shrek. post that. People make stuff up. Yeah, people make stuff up. It's like all these holidays. I usually don't observe them but i think mm -hmm. national donkey day is worth observing hmm. yeah the question is if jesus was like born in you know i don't know sub-saharan africa right mm -hmm. what right. would the analogies have been right right, you know, right, right not not sheep like a ante deer? antelope or something or right antelope. right gazelle antelope i remember hearing about a ocean? translation of the spanish a spanish language and it was like it doesn't say that i'm the bread of life it says i'm the tortilla of life really that makes a lot more sense wow is that true? You're making that up. It is something that I heard, whether or not. <laughs> okay, whether that I actually. have not read that in. <laughs> mm. Or we could be all goldfish because they forget everything. Goldfish in would be seconds. right, like full dory style. I don't remember they have those in the Sea of Galilee though. No, goldfish. Tilapia. Hmm. Maybe. 
yeah. bottom they dwellers. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's probably they accurate. told me that's what they, that what they're serving us is tilapia when we eat mm. at the little restaurant mm. on the Sea of Galilee. It was so good. Did we do that on your guys' trip? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I haven't done. I haven't gone to that place in the last trip or two because I think the place is kind of not good. But oh, whatever. Is that, I thought it was good. I just rather eat at the hotel. Wow, bougie. And this has been Bougie, bougie no, with Eric no. on the podcast. <laughs> the hotels are bougie. Shout out to Israel no, that place costs, We pay more. We pay more to go eat at that place. Mm. Extra. Yeah. Got so it. you guys are the bougie ones. Don't talk to mm. me like totally. that. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So Aaron, you are the pastor of spiritual formation and mm-hmm. you would choose goldfish as uh, the analogy instead of sheep. Mm. Maybe. Yeah. Donkey okay. or goldfish? Okay. Oh, yeah, donkey, donkey. Okay. Donkey. Now, Bobby, tell people what you do real quick. I am the Life Groups and Connections Pastor, and so my goal is to connect people. <laughs> life Groups oh and God. Connections. <laughs> I'm out of control. I'm sorry. Out of control. Us <laughs> sevens like it. We could follow along with that. We are looking for a producer for this show, so <laughs> if you have a... any kind of taste with the oh, like laugh a tracks recording, and, yeah, yeah, producer. so that Eric yeah. cannot do it, that'd be <laughs> Five-hour podcast. <laughs> Um, yeah, okay, so ahead. I try to connect people into small groups or right. into any other um, part of church life here, whether that's serving on a team, um, connecting in a group. Uh, really, I, I view myself kind of as a <laughs> conduit that just tries to get people to the right spot. Yeah, so whether yeah. that's connecting people with Aaron's ministry or Desiree's ministry or Jim's or family ministry or whatever it is. Yeah, that's good. I just try to get people to where they need to go. So. Yeah, that's kind of my goal. Yeah, I love that. So you were like the, you were like the guide, you know, some sort of, you know, some sort of amazing seeing eye dog. <laughs> there you go. Is that the analogy you'd use then? <laughs> seeing eye dogs. He is. Uh... He is the. You are the blind man, and I am the seeing eye dog. <laughs> blind leading the blind. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah, that's, that's okay, that's good, that's good, that's good. So, all right, so we are here today. By the way, we have uh, a pretty typical day in the Calvary Life podcast life where we have, oh, yeah, I forgot to do the backup recording. It's fine. Oh, I was like, is that supposed um, to be going? Yeah, he was looking at this other thing we have that does the backup recording, but I realized yeah. I didn't push it, and we're uh, 10 minutes in. Oh, so, here we go. You know, hey, hope this one works, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, but a typical day in the Calvary Life podcast where we have zero emails, uh, so we have no listener feedback uh, to discuss. Wait so till next week. It's a little sad. Oh yeah, this mm-hmm. one's going to generate the buzz, this one. right? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, because you guys will actually probably like tell people about it now and stuff. So you probably have more friends than Matt and me. Potentially a repost. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. We'll share to we'll your tell story. our life group about it for sure. Ooh, like, hey, they'll be. Hmm. Nice. That'll be exciting. Oh, yeah, we're in a life group together too. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, tell me more about your life group. It's Is a group. It... It's... We live together. <laughs> you do life. We do life together. We're just doing life, man. <laughs> just doing life. You know, just, just loving on, loving on everyone. Oh gosh. Loving on. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you know how much I hate that, right? Oh yes, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. yes. That's what I'm saying. Right? <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Has there been an episode of Things Eric hates yet? Because I got at least like. 10 all right what do you think what do you what's what are the top that are like okay to say on this podcast or something i'm things scared that of eric actually hates <laughs> um like in the church world i don't know i'm scared <laughs> do, you, do you actually have things in your mind i mean i definitely do okay. one of them's low fruit that you said a lot is not of this world oh yeah and that's yeah that's, that's kind of that's an oldie yeah that brand not of this world but whatever um, it's fine i'm sorry if you wear it I had to make, I had to actually make like a public apology for that one. Which is good. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's I gross. said it in a sermon. Yeah. 
that was rough, dude. We're all growing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then when whatever else we just said. Oh, yeah. Love on. Weird Christianese words. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Do you guys have any, like, Christianese words that you feel like you don't prefer? Ooh. Oh, am I stumping you? Yeah. I just got a good one. Think about it. I mean, th- you know, like phrases like let go, let God. Yeah. Um, yeah. Out of context Bible verses. He won't give you more than you can handle. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, where two one. or more are gathered. Like I still, I hear like scholars, like I'll read scholars write that in the, in the incorrect form. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. that somehow. Why don't you explain to the listeners how it should be? This is so off track. There's We're no track. Five minutes of content at the end. So that passage comes from Matthew 18, and it's it's a passage that talks about church discipline. And yep. when someone is, um, how do you say, behaving in a manner not worthy of their calling, as yeah. Paul would say, it gives you steps for how to uh, approach them and how to reconcile with them. Yeah. And um, after going by yourself, after going with somebody else, and then going with with the church and essentially like kicking them out because they won't repent it says um basically because we're two or more gathered in my name as in agreement in my name that mm-hmm. this person should no longer be a part of the community that i'm with them also right. that kind of thing. it's not like an extra holy spirit button just because yeah, of a little amount extra. of people yeah exactly <laughs> so, although, although god joy might say that you kind of do mm-hmm. right like you know you get some extra indwellers together I mean, it feels good it feels it feels good for sure but that's my uh, christianese i don't like god joy <laughs> <laughs> hit the thing <laughs> yes. just kidding that I is like a good it. one actually that that's was good amazing one. That's all right great. all right let's move on i don't like this anymore um <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's just do a little bit of our serious conversation about Sunday, oh. uh, and we'll talk a little bit about that. You guys, if you have any questions or th- like topics to bring up, but just reminding everybody how we're continuing in our series in Luke, and it was this whole story of where Jesus had just uh, had a big, busy Saturday healing people, casting out demons, you know, mm-hmm. tippy Saturday for most of us. And, <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, then, and then Sunday morning, he wakes up early, goes away by himself for a while. And then um, people go and search for him, find him, say they want more of him. And he says, no, I got to go mm. and uh, preach the gospel of the kingdom of God in other villages. So that was just like, that's like your quick version of what the passage was about. But so we were talking a little bit more about, hey, it's good that we work hard, but we have to rest intentionally. And then that should help us then stay focused on our mission, right? Yeah. So, you know, just kind of like scale of F to A, like how do you feel? You know, <laughs> We're just, actually just kind of grade his just sermon. Great. Yeah, yeah. And give him just notes. Kidding. Just kidding. Can you imagine if that's what Matt and I did for each other oh, every week? Oh my gosh, that would probably be a wildly <laughs> popular podcast yeah except it would just be straight a's for me because not because of my sermons but because of matt's like niceness and on. then i would just be like brutal not or something great. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait that'd be a really funny podcast though yeah just great just, just sermon story. critique podcast hey welcome yeah. to the calvary sermon critique today as guests on the pod oh we've got gosh. um so anyway uh yeah thoughts kind of anything that stood out for you guys that you want to talk about Dang it. Aaron. <laughs> Thanks, Robert. <laughs> Ooh. I think Sorry. I can go first. I think the thing that stuck out to me, even as you asked me like to, hey, come on the podcast and talk about this. Yes. 
I wanted to do like, is there like a flashing warning sound that you have or yeah, like a, yeah, a disclaimer yeah. button yeah. or something? Mm. Sure, sure, sure. Because sure. I just like, I really do just want to preface anything I say or we say with this disclaimer that it is incredibly easy to talk about yes, this subject. Totally. It's like terrifyingly easy to talk about this subject <laughs> exactly in fact when it comes to any kind of like spiritual practice or even theological concept or yeah. whatever it is it is so easy to be knowledgeable about it and to talk about it mm-hmm. and to know what to say um it is very hard mm-hmm. to implement these things into our lives and so that is my personal disclaimer, like I can, <laughs> I can talk about this stuff, yeah. but very much I'm still in the process of figuring it out and actually how to do it. Cause yeah. it is just, it scares me sometimes how easy it is to have a well-formed opinion on something like a spiritual practice of yeah. silence and solitude or withdrawing or whatever. And then how hard that actually is to do in my life. Yeah. Um, and so yeah. that's my disclaimer. Mm-hmm. I, I have like a little bit of resonance with this disclaimer because it's so bad. Like, so, you know, I've got, especially I have my whole family sitting in the front row. Right. So. Oh, no. <laughs> Grace, Ella. The and eye B, rolls. We got to get prop bets for eye rolls <laughs> for when they're in the front row. <laughs> and when Eric's talking. Yeah, exactly. The over under is five. Grace home from college. So she was back too. So it's oh, like I've man. got like had mm-hmm. the whole crew there. And honestly, like the on Saturday was like not a great like day for my like me being an example of it like i probably watched like five episodes of top chef in a row like just (laughs) not even like meaningful like i just was Mm -hmm. like on the couch you know and so i was like saying this like rest intentionally and i was saying like it's easy for us to relax is there a difference Mm -hmm. between relaxing i kind of looked over at them like real easy yeah like please don't (laughs) how easy yeah real easy yeah exactly (laughs) i know so anyway yes the disclaimer is real do you want to judge me as the spiritual formation pastor i don't know what you guys are talking about i do it perfectly (laughs) (laughs) just kidding it's hard you know i love i I keep thinking about what our good friend dallas willard says about all the spiritual practices not just silence and solitude but he says you know they don't actually become real unless you do them because you can talk about them as much as you want and yeah like robert said be the best scholar on it and you could describe it well but unless you do them and actually practice them they're not going to be transformative and they're not going to impact your life Mm -hmm. yep yep so that's huge it's interesting that jesus even did it like it's so fascinating like when i really think about it it's fascinating that jesus had Mm -hmm. to go be by himself Mm -hmm. it really sort of is one of these proofs of humanity divinity right Mm -hmm. like that he had both still within him in this way in this like really hard for me to actually understand way Cause like, how does he like just cast out demons and like heal all these people? But like, I just got to get some time alone guys, right. you know, like, can't you just like power up? Like, <laughs> like, just like, what are those sneakers that you, the air puffs or whatever? Yeah. yeah the that's Reebok your, pumps. Yeah. That's your generation. Yeah. Right? Dude, Reebok pumps, man. That's like super old. That's amazing. No, that's you even know it's that your is. generation. Yeah. That's awesome. I know yeah. it from a movie where okay. they're like fighting and the guy goes, hold on. Oh, I yeah. need some air. <laughs> Is Blank that check? like Bill and Ted or something? Or no. like Back to the Future? Blank no. check? Monkey trouble? No. Monkey trouble? It's where Aaron lists her two 90s movies that she knows. I love 90s movies. But it is interesting how yes. Jesus, fully God, fully man, yes. went away to be alone with the Father for a long period of time, I think some yes. translations mm-hmm. say. Yep. And I think we were talking about this at one of our brainstorms, but I'm like, I wonder what those 
conversations were like with the father? Like, why was, why did Jesus need it? Mm-hmm. And I, of course, we don't know. It's all speculation, but mm-hmm. I wonder if it was a reminder of, even though you're facing, you know, hardship and trial and persecution and you're up against a lot, like, remember who you are, you need to abide in me. I mean, yeah. we don't know, but yeah. just even that John 15 passage you read is like, Christ had to be remained, we're yeah. remain connected to the father and we need to, need to be remaining in the son. Yeah. I think that's a great pickup. You even think back to in Mark's gospel, when he talks about the temptations of Jesus um, before his ministry starts and Satan's with him and he's tempting him in these specific ways. And one of them is his identity. And that's kind of the ultimate mm-hmm. temptation. He tempts him. Um, you know, if you really are the son of God is what mm-hmm. he says, yeah. do this. And then, and then and Jesus kind of short in a short manner says like, get away from me, that kind of thing. And yeah. I think it'd be silly to think, oh, well then that temptation just ended there and it didn't exist the rest of his ministry. Mm. When in reality, that was probably something that temptation was probably something that carried with him because mm-hmm. Satan was always trying to derail his ministry. Right. And so those moments of isolation with the father were times of reminding himself who he really was, what his mission really was, mm. what his purpose really was. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I wonder how early Jesus was already praying, please take this cup from me, mm. not my will, but your yeah, will be done. When did he get that knowledge? Like, yeah, because mm. he's been, he talks to his disciples about like, this is the plan, right? That mm-hmm. um, it's a, he does it in his Jesus-y weird language that's like sort of, easy for us to know what he's talking yeah. about, but hard yeah. for them. Yeah. But like <laughs> early in Luke, we were just at a brainstorm reading in Luke. I think we yeah. were only like Luke maybe four or five. And he yeah. gives his first like reference to him, to him dying. dying. And yeah. this mm-hmm. is like, you know, quote unquote early in his ministry. Right. right. Um, so that's a, you know, at least a couple years, a few mm-hmm. years yeah. before that happens, which is like so interesting to think that he's carrying that. Yeah. Carry that burden with him, you know, for years. Yeah. Knowing that's about to come. Yeah, so part of me like wonders that or just wonders if it's also just kind of like sometimes like prayer time for me or like time alone with God is just like not a lot of words and not a lot of downloads either. Yeah. Like it's not like a lot of like revelatory content, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's just like it's just peace and rest in yeah. him. Right. Like and so mm-hmm. and maybe that's even part of it. Like, yeah. I, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I think it's interesting, too, that Jesus obviously because he had people around him all the time. He had to make time. Yeah. to go out it's like if you look at his schedule or if i look at my schedule i'm like i'm not just going to find time here necessarily yeah. to like be with the lord yeah and so it's a reminder to me like i have to make time mm-hmm. to do this or else it's not going to happen mm-hmm. but even to echo oh that's the christianese i don't like gonna, i just said it echo echo i'm gonna echo that echo oh, but you weren't talking fine, about prayer echo the you weren't talking oh, yeah, about not, not prayer okay it's okay. fine yeah um but to <laughs> repeat what you're saying <laughs> wait the echo is amazing I just want to echo these echoes. Mm-hmm. Only if you are in prayer and someone prays something and then you echo. I'm going to echo. I'm going to echo what Bobby just prayed. Yes. Yeah. That is not That's okay. what's bad. Well, then I will echo this. Okay. Thanks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, this idea. What was I going to say? Oh, no. Oh, no. oh man. Derailed. Oh. What was I saying? Wow. I forgot to say the reasons why, why this podcast would be bad in addition to it being good. <laughs> my, my seven Because we derail each other and get distracted. Oh, man. Whoops. What did you just say, Eric? Well, was I was really talking good. about the... <laughs> 
I was talking about the not my will. Like, take, take this cup for me. Time alone. You were talking about prayer. Solitude. Oh, my goodness. It was yeah. too simple. Oh, I was just yeah. saying just resting in him without words. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I think for a lot of my Christian life, I expected, okay, I'm going to go do solitude for like an hour. And I'm going to come back with this big revelation or this profound moment. Yeah. Or God's going to answer this prayer in this. I'm going to hear these words. He's going to yeah, say this yeah. thing. But oftentimes... I found like either I don't hear him super clearly or it's something simple like, Hey, I love you. Keep going. Right. Um, it's more often than not just more simple truths that I maybe need to be reminded of. Yeah. But I walk away feeling full mm-hmm. because for me, like if I do make time for this, I like to every once in a while, like I go into a park, I like being in nature and connecting with the Lord there. So if I go to a park and just spend time within an hour in solitude and I feel like, okay, like I just feel connected to him in nature as it is, but yeah. nothing magical or spicy happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, exactly. And so that's what part of me thinks that's what Jesus maybe also just needed is that like time of rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we put our, we put our expectations of what prayer should be and kind of put it on Jesus as well yeah. in the sense of like, well, when I go to have a quiet time, I expect these like monumental cataclysmic shifts in my identity and my (laughs) sin life in my whatever it is um where in reality i think what god is usually calling us to and you talked about this a little bit yesterday is slight realignments hold on hold on that's what i've been waiting to get to this part i've been waiting to get to this part so just just so everyone knows like i have I've given him credit like many times on stage for this. So it's like, I feel like Mm -hmm. I don't always give him credit and I didn't, but like this word realignment is like a major word in the way I speak about faith in general. Mm -hmm. And it is straight from the man (laughs) right next to me, Robert Carter. I don't know like what that means. I didn't like make the word up. I don't, but you, you you wrote it in in your paper that I read. Mm -hmm. I love that paper. Yeah. So I read like this paper that Robert wrote and interviewed you about it on a worship. If you go back Mm -hmm. in the catalog, listen to like a worship series we did Mm. like a Mm -hmm. few, like four years ago or something, three years ago. I don't know. A while ago. For sure. Pre COVID. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Definitely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. So -hmm. it's a long time. And, um, but I, I thought that was actually like a really great, like uh, a great podcast episode, but, yeah. um, but yeah, like that, I think that is so helpful. Like I just keep coming back to it because it's like so helpful to mm-hmm. me yeah. because we do just get off a little bit in our alignment and, and then all these practices, mm-hmm. it's really like about any of the practices yeah. and like worship singing included as one of those spiritual mm-hmm. practices, right. That mm-hmm. kind of brings us back into alignment with God. Now, Aaron, as an expert in uh, spiritual formation with a degree in it mm. is Robert like full of it or does oh, man, he, yes. you know, wow. or is he onto something? Should I be quoting him as often as mm. I do? <laughs> wow. Well, I would like to say no, but <laughs> no, I think he's on. I think even with the idea of realignment, it's this idea of your heart looking more like God's heart. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just a lot of things in our hearts that don't look Christ-like. And mm-hmm. so even when we talk about spiritual formation and doing the practices and all of that, mm-hmm. the hope is that those things are revealed and we can begin a journey with the Lord of transformation. That's often not instantaneous, but it's a slow process of change, but mm-hmm. we can participate more with what the Holy Spirit's doing in us. If we actually spend time to hear what the Lord would like to change in mm-hmm. our hearts. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. And I think ultimately those, 
moments of realignment are really just realigning to God's proximity to us or God's intimacy with us. It's mm. not the sense of like, like you gave the example of the parallel lines. Yeah. He's not the one that's like drifting off, Correct. you know, as we fall out of alignment with him. We are the ones that are drifting mm -hmm. off from an awareness of his presence. Mm -hmm. And that's key. Not even like, not even drifting off from his presence. We're drifting off from an awareness of his presence because he isn't mm -hmm. actually going anywhere. Yeah. We are just, we are just losing that sense and knowledge of how close he actually is to yeah. us. And then through things like the practices or um, prayer or worship or fellowship, I think all of these things are ways to then realign ourselves back mm -hmm. to his intimacy and closeness mm -hmm. to us. What's that, that cheesy thing of like, who moved? If God is here and not you're here or whatever, who moved? Oh gosh, I don't know. Have you heard that? It's, it's like, like some sort of like... Oh, 80s Christianese? Yeah. yeah, it's like some sort of 80s Christianese. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before our time. Yeah, sorry. It's like a guilt trip. Yeah, exactly. It's totally a guilt trip. Yeah, but yeah. Um, No, but that's basically what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> but how does it make you feel when we, when we quote you so often from stage? Hmm... Is it affirming? It's, um, <laughs> what is it? I don't know what it is. That's a weird that's Is a it weird like, where's ask. the, like, show me the money? Show me, like. <laughs> TM. You, yeah, know, you know what's funny, and maybe you guys have had these experiences before, but when you have what feels like a thought that you haven't heard people talk about a lot. Yeah. And then, um, and I remember thinking about this when I was doing grad school and like post-grad school. I was like, I should write a book about this. Not that I have like something incredible to say. Yeah. I just, this is my take mm -hmm. on the Christian life. This is how I think about faith and yeah. practices. I should just write about it. And yep. I never got around to it and whatever. Since then though, in the past like 10 years, I've seen this concept and thought and stuff mm -hmm. like really come out. Even, even specifically the words like realignment, which I hadn't heard before or whatever. So oh. if anything, it's just like affirming to be mm -hmm. like, oh, other people are thinking this too, and yeah. we all love Jesus, and so that's encouraging. Do you, you know? feel like some like famous person stole your IP? Yeah, <laughs> I remember thinking it. that specifically with one person. I can't remember who it was, but I was like, wait a second. Wow. I've never heard that word before. Mm. No, just kidding. Francis Chan? <laughs> For sure, Francis Chan. No, not at all. I'm just kidding. But it really just it really does just make me so happy when Eric quotes me. Ah, yes. He's our senior pastor. Oh my goodness. Our fearless leader. Yeah. Oh boy, here we go. Um There he is. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> no, I've done it wrong. Okay. Uh let's see. I'm trying to think what else we want to talk about from Sunday that was like fun. Should we Okay, let's get I guess we have to like be sort of serious a little bit. I mean we're trying to be serious, but like I'll let Aaron like cook here for a little bit, right? Ooh, like hold okay. up. Yeah. Let her cook. Yeah. <laughs> So, Aaron, if you feel like people have an hour a week mm -hmm. that they are like able and willing to give to spiritual practices, mm -hmm. how do you think they should best use that hour? Whoa. Wow. <laughs> I would say. Should they listen to the not... Copy Life podcast? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's good. Three, three times. They're already 30 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> No, run. Um, <laughs> run far away. Um, so nice. I think it's, a, it's, a, it's not like a one size fits all. Uh, I was waiting for you thing. to say that. I, was, I actually was going to disclaim that you couldn't it's say not, that. Uh, okay. You should have. My, my Christianese. No, give the one size fits all for people. Uh, yeah, yeah, one size fits all. Spend time with the Lord. Oh, brother. <laughs> well, I would say, 
Ah, this is complicated. If you, if you don't want one size fits all, fits all, it's very complicated. I do want one size fits all. Yeah, do it. Okay. You got an hour, a week. I'll speak what I what I would love to do. There you go. I love, like I said, I like being out in nature, creation. Mm-hmm. I think it makes me mindful of God and makes me, mm. allows me to connect with him in a particular way that my house doesn't allow or being in a building doesn't allow. Um, and then I, I do love, uh, personally right now, like I love opening up to Psalms and I think Psalms are meant to be prayed. And so just gives me words to articulate maybe what's going on in my heart. Hmm. Um, and then like listening prayer, spending time in silence. Um, and I think this is what a lot of people are uncomfortable with Okay. because they don't like to see what comes up in their yeah, heart. Yeah, and yeah. a lot of people I hear complain, well, I can't do that. I'll just be really anxious. Yeah. And then I don't want to be anxious because that ruins the rest of my day or my mm-hmm. week or it's just really hard to see all of that. Um, and I would say like, I have empathy for that mm-hmm. and that's hard. Um, but I think sometimes it's also necessary to spend those times alone in the science for even to allow the Lord to even kind of crack open your heart in that way. Mm-hmm. And if you're anxious, it's not fun. Um, mm-hmm. Because seeing our what is in there is not fun a lot of times. But I think the Lord wants to meet you in his love in that. Mm-hmm. And then be like, hey, let's talk about it. Yeah. Even like, or people saying like, uh, well, if I just spend time in silence for half an hour, my mind's going to wander and wander off. And mm-hmm. that's another thing. Of course, it's going to wander off because we have so much going on in our lives. But maybe some of those things your mind is wondering to are little invitations from the Lord to bring to him, to mm-hmm. process with him. So I just think a lot of people feel like maybe I got to be in control the entire time, but there's even this opportunity to kind of let go. And if it's messy, that's good. Yeah. Don't you sometimes think like it's, if that's, if like the worst that could happen is that your mind was able to just kind of race around and kind of Mm -hmm. wander and be rested. And it wasn't even a spiritual experience. It's Mm -hmm. like, well, Hey, you had a a nice rest. It's Mm -hmm. okay. You know, don't like, it's like not this need to manufacture everything into like the perfect moment. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So part of me is just like, that's okay to like, if that's as bad as it is or whatever. Um, And even if you like drift off and fall asleep, like sometimes that's maybe a gift from the Lord in that time. Maybe that's what you need. Psalm four, I will lie down and sleep in your presence, O mm. Lord, for yeah. you keep me safe in the night or something like that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Lord. Dang. I've yeah, got, I would... I've got a song about that that I wrote. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> was it a cover song? Prove it? No, it's actually a song. What? But was it a cover song? Rewrite? No, 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 no. Like, just a song, original. What's it called? It's called Psalm four. Do we By have... Is there a guitar in here? Sons of Korah? Uh, coming next week. <laughs> Like Sons of Korah? <laughs> yeah, it's just chill. It's just like, I will lie down Don't and sleep in your presence, so Lord. Lord. You're joining in. It's so weird. <laughs> For you keep me safe in the night. Yeah. What key? It's got, it's got that kind of like the C sharp. Like, I forget what it is. It's got like a, yeah, like, like a, that little. Yeah, that little C sharp E lock. Nice. I would just add to that question what would you do with an hour of time in order oh, to okay. like draw yourself back or whatever? Hmm. Um, as much as you can in your times with the Lord. Uh, resist the things that you feel like define you and go into that a little bit more. Yeah. So I think a lot of the spiritual practices are direct attacks 
against those things that we would say define us. I think silence and solitude is resistance against the idea mm. that my words define me uh-huh. and that if I, it, unless I have something profound to say, uh-huh. people are not going to value me or appreciate me. Or your busyness. Um, busyness, solitude would resist that idea where it's like um, the my spaces or the people that are around me, like that's what defines uh-huh. me. I didn't have those. Fasting, maybe. Fasting yeah. would mm-hmm. be food. Um, generosity would be money, right? Like that's yep. such an easy one. Like money mm. is such an easy, it's so easy to feel like money defines us. Mm-hmm. And that's the ultimate, most important thing about us. And generosity is like a direct, I think, spiritual attack against that whole concept. Yeah. Um, and so whatever that is, whatever, whatever that thing is that f- seemingly defines you, when you have that time with the Lord, try to resist that thing. Yeah. Um, and I good. think that can be a great way to enter into abiding into him yeah because you're saying with your actions like this thing is not the most important thing about me yeah like my 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 connection with the lord is the most important thing about me and i think that truly is like different for everybody i think we should all be pressing into all of the practices um but i think there is for some i think that's Each good. person can probably identify that thing that tries to dominate your identity more than other things. And that's mm-hmm. a thing where you should try that specific practice or whatever to help counter that. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Aaron, I have a question for you about this, the, the worried about the anxieties coming out, mm-hmm. you know, or I'm just going to get anxious. Mm-hmm. Do you think that without any of us being like actual licensed therapists or anything, <laughs> but do you think, um, that it's most of the time, I mean, there could be like some people with like some serious diagnoses sure. of yeah. like hardcore anxiety. So I, I'm not speaking maybe to that, but do you think most of the time it's sort of like good to sort of press through that and like maybe let that come up and then see what the Lord does versus try to like, oh yeah, you know, I don't know, stop it or something. Yeah, yeah. totally. I think at first it could feel very uncomfortable and you could feel a little insecure or whatever, but of course you're going to feel that way if you're stopping for once and like actually feeling what's going on, like inside of you, like mm. whatever it is, like if I'm a worrier, I just like, I tend to worry a lot, but then like I distract myself in daily life from that, like TV or social media mm-hmm. or being busy or whatever going on a run. It's like, okay, well then I, then I actually don't have to experience it. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you are alone and that does come up again, I think this is an opportunity to open to the Lord and be like, Lord, what is actually going on in my heart that I feel this way? So anxious about this. And like, what do you want to tell me about mm. this in return? Yeah. Um, and that could be like a variety of things going on, but a lot of people, I think we just don't like sitting with the reality of where we're actually at uh-huh. and you can live your whole life like that. But uh-huh. if you do want to grow and like receive God's love in those deep places of your heart, that, maybe haven't been touched by it and like healed by his love. And um, if you do want to grow more into Christ likeness, we do have to participate and say, okay, here I am. Like, what are you Uh saying in all of this? Yeah. And I think it also comes back to expectations on that one too. Like um, my guy, John Mark Comer, Shout out. You live in Orange County. He's probably listening to this. He's probably listening actually. (laughs) He's doing some (laughs) undercover work. Um, He quotes, he quotes this guy. It's not Erasmus, right? Eve, Evas, Eve, Oh, Eva Garius. Eva Garius. This guy, Eva Longoria. Yeah. Oh, sorry. He's the monk. <laughs> yeah, this guy Evagrius oh. wrote this gnarly book 
like he was a desert father, I think, or, no, or the, it was like eight how deadly to, sins guy. But it was like how to kill the demons or something. Or it was like huh. how to how to basically mm-hmm. how to do uh, spiritual warfare essentially. Oh, okay, okay. And um, what what this guy talked about that Comer picks up on is how um, how false our expectation is that when we go into like a quiet time or time of prayer with the Lord that it should just be this like zend out mm. like chill i got my latte the candles mm-hmm. lit you know the lights mm-hmm. are low yeah. it's i'm just gonna have a sweet time with the lord like it's just gonna be such a sweet time with the lord and comer points out that he's like when you enter into this kind of particularly with solitude and silence and yeah. prayer you are entering into the battlefield of the mind like it's mm. not it, it, you're entering into a a battlefield that the enemy is trying to wage over your mm. thoughts that your your thoughts are going everywhere mm-hmm. and and the lord is trying to be lord of your thoughts and so it's not it's not necessarily just well i'm just walking into this quiet time <laughs> therefore i'm going to be at peace it's yeah. like all that stuff comes up and i know that was that, that was a huge freeing shift for me yeah. because i always felt like i was doing my quiet time wrong mm. because my mm. thoughts were already all like always racing and i couldn't like oh i'm just trying to like pray about this specific thing or yeah. i'm just trying to hear god i just want you to tell me what to pray about and all these thoughts are going in my head and, and like you said Aaron, well maybe those are things he wants me to pray about yeah. but exactly. it just comes back to that expectation thing where it's like what 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 is our expectation when we come to these moments of prayer and silence and solitude is it supposed to just be this easy mm-hmm. is it always just an affirmation a joyful affirmation of who we are is that is it always that or is it like no you need to work on this or you need to, who knows you know but yeah. i just think giving space and freedom from that mm-hmm. will really be an yeah. encouragement to people whenever i do like a solitude retreat of some sort if it's like and i'm talking like more extended like if it's like a three-day thing or even like sabbatical let's say the summer like so it's interesting like on sabbatical i had i feel like i did have like a transcendent experience mm-hmm. with the lord but it was like seven weeks in or something mm-hmm. you know like and then that's yeah. like probably to someone listening is like well that's not cool right like, so mm-hmm. how am i like what am i supposed to do if i don't get sabbaticals and stuff like that and right. so i have done though where i do feel and, and i would say with that seven weeks it was like week one was very difficult like I, i've mm. described it as withdrawals uh rehab like it was like mm-hmm. that kind of thing and like someone coming off drugs like drugs of busyness and drugs of yeah achievement and you know book iron man all that you know just like mm-hmm. my job whatever yeah. and just kind of coming off that drug was like really mm. disruptive mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it did take me like a week of that kind of like rehab withdrawals and mm. but then i've been on like other things where i just i don't have like a sabbatical so i'll try to make sure i'm gonna go do like two three days like two nights or something like that just mm-hmm. away by myself and i do think that anybody can do this you have to choose that like that's how you want to use your vacation days mm-hmm. you know you have right. to choose that you're gonna go be away from your job or your family or whatever yeah. Yeah. and like but I think that that's like not just for pastors, right? To yeah. do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I think that we should all even try to, because I know even in those, it does. It's weird how like I don't know how like the mind how this all works, but it feels like the first day is almost like this. With sabbatical, it was like a whole week. So that yeah. three day thing, it was like the first day. It was like the rehab or whatever, yeah. you know, moment, and just trying to kind of chill out. And I think because I knew I only have three days, I'm kind of being a little more focused than maybe I was with sabbatical first week. It's like just kind of letting it happen. You know, I'm just kind yeah. of like relaxed, yeah. relaxed into it. But 
Um, anyway, with like a three day thing, I do feel like that first day is really hard. And mm-hmm. then it's kind of like progress starts like a little bit more as I, mm-hmm. as I rest into the Lord mm-hmm. or, you know, and it's like, so it's so hard cause it's like not scientific. It's not like a, a formula for it. But I do think when I've put the, t- like put the time in, mm-hmm. so to speak, like there's been some form of reward. It's mm-hmm. been, it's, it's had its own unique yeah. Like, you know, way it's displayed or way that's given, right. but there's been some form of mm-hmm. something I've taken away from it. That's really been meaningful for me. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. In the program I did, we had to do four 48 hour solo <laughs> retreats like that. And mm-hmm. same thing for me. First day was like, I felt so tempted just to grab my phone and yeah, just like start playing with it. Right. Like, yeah, they're just like, it's just so natural for me to do that. I'm like, oh man, that's embarrassing. But it takes a whole day to like kind of shut down and be like, okay. Then you wake up the next morning and it's like, all right, not doing any of that. And it's <laughs> yeah. cool because the day feels so long, Yeah. but it's cool. Cause yeah, by like day three and I was reading this one, this one particular retreat I did, I was reading the same passage in like John 21 and I was like, okay, just like over and over again. But it wasn't until my last day that I really felt like the Lord like spoke to me through mm. it. And I was like, oh, it took my heart. I mean, it's God's timing, but it took my heart that much time to be prepared to hear what he was going to share with me. And it was impactful. But if I hadn't been paying attention or actually slowing down and getting rid of any noise around me, um, I don't know if I would have heard. And I think that speaks to what you guys are talking about. And I can echo the exact same thing. The idea of if if you're going to do this, it takes like a detoxing period or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think that speaks to just the way that we kind of move or at least consciously move in and out of proximity with God. Like when it comes to quiet times, we're like, okay, I'm moving into proximity and (laughs) intimacy with God. And I'm like focusing in on that. Mm -hmm. But then as we go about our day, he becomes such like an afterthought in some ways and we Mm -hmm. don't stay aware of him. And so that over a prolonged period of misalignment, you know, ends up (laughs) in this sense of like, wow, I am like so far away or I I perceive myself to be so far away because of all this noise that I put between Mm -hmm. me and the Lord, um, I need to reconnect and it's going to take a lot of work in order to, in order to do that. And Mm -hmm. so it feels like, uh, whereas you look at Jesus, he's going away right in the morning, he's going away. Yeah. For, it seems to be longer periods of time. But Mm -hmm. one thing that we know from the life of Jesus is that he was constantly in union with the father Mm -hmm. doing what the, doing what he saw the father doing. That is what Jesus did. That's how he lived. So it wasn't this like, I had a great quiet time with Yahweh this morning. Now I'm just going to go <laughs> chill for a week and like do everything on my own power. Yeah. It was a constant and mm-hmm. daily connection and intimacy with the father that propelled him. So he, it wasn't so much. I doubt Jesus had the withdrawal effect where oh, it was sure, like, Oh sure, man, sure. I, I need to like, mm-hmm. you know, I really got to turn the noise down because I haven't heard the father's voice at all, you know, in the past mm. you know, five right, weeks right, or something right, like that. Right. Yeah, he's like, man, I've just been casting out so many demons. Just got to just, yeah, <laughs> withdrawals from this. Withdrawals. <laughs> yeah. I love, you know, the classic uh, Psalm 4610, a lot of translations say, be still and know that I'm God. But I think that it's the NASB that says, cease striving yeah. and know that I am God. I think it just hits it on the head, right? Like we're always striving in some sort of way. So what is it to cease and to stop doing yeah. I like to see striving too. It makes it very Sabbath oriented. Mm-hmm. Like I think in the mindset of mm-hmm. like, okay, the work isn't dependent on me. 
you know, yeah. uh, or the results of the work, let's say even. So it's good. Just know who God is. I also yeah. loved your analogy of the way you talked about spending time with your girls and mm. God's perspective mm. with us. Cause I, kn- yeah. I know for a fact, like when it comes to quiet times, um, the reason people often avoid them is because of the shame mm-hmm. spiral of like, mm-hmm. Oh, well I missed, I, you know, it was my new year's resolution to do it. X amount of times for a week or do it every day or whatever it was. And I haven't done it. And so right. that turns into a shame spiral and people just avoid it because there's a sense of, um, I, I missed, I missed the boat or I, I didn't do what I was going to say. So what's the point, you know, that kind of thing. And, yeah. and instead of, instead of recognizing that God is this gracious father, the prodigal son father, just waiting for you to run, yeah. waiting for you to come and he'll yeah. run, he'll run to you and embrace you back in your arms there's this sense of like this God who's just holding a grudge against you because you're not being a good Christian. You're not, Mm -hmm. you're not doing what, you know, like you're not spending time with him. Yeah. And I think that's a, just an awful way that the enemy has got a foothold in our spiritual life is turning time with the Lord into something that we're avoiding because we feel like we haven't given him enough time. Like it's just this incredibly bizarre um, conundrum that we're in. And it's all perceived. Yeah, it's, it's all in it's our all heads. In our, yeah. It's all in our heads. Like there mm-hmm. is no part of our loving father that is trying to withhold us or just hide himself from us because we have not approached him mm-hmm. enough. Like I said, alignment, realignment is not him realigning himself to us. It's us realigning yeah. ourselves to him yeah. who is always there, who is always yeah. present, who is always, mm-hmm. you know, around he doesn't, he, we don't need to ask him to come back. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's always yeah, there. You yeah. Know? Hmm. Um, yeah, I do. I feel like the more I think about that, I always try to be careful with those kind of like parent illustrations sometimes. Cause it's like, I know some people are like, well, my, you know, yeah, my dad mm-hmm. was always gone and, mm-hmm. hate and was terrible. But like mm-hmm. at the same time, that's why I try to be like in this situation, this is mm-hmm. how I think about yeah. them, you know? And like, yeah. this is what I would do. But that's thinking about that has really helped me. With like, with the way I think about God because of how much I want to be with them. And I'm just like, dang, yeah, it has to be, mm. has to be more like with God. God's, right. God's way better than me. You know, I'm terrible. Uh, yeah. and so anyway, um, yeah, I, I love to, in <clears throat> your sermon yesterday, how you did bring up that John 15 passage and it's just so good. Like us connecting um, mm-hmm. to the, to Jesus and abiding in him and just even thinking about solitude and silence and how. Like that is the thing that's like, we do that every once in a while, right? Like maybe once a week if we can, but what is it to daily abide? What is it to like spend, to wake up and have intention with the Lord in the morning Mm of God, whatever I do today, I want to do it with you. Like to be intentional daily. And so like, like kind of Robert was saying, like, we don't just look forward to the one hour a week or date night to date night night with Jesus, (laughs) but it's this like daily thing. And then that's maybe the cherry on top when we get to spend a little more yeah. Um, focused time. But I mean, the goal of like one of the goals of the Christian life, right. Is to like continue to abide in Christ and to be more like him. And hmm. um, I, yeah, I just feel like we can, there's not just 10 spiritual practices, right? Like yeah. the classics, it's like, no, like what is going on in your life right now? Are you paying attention to how the Holy spirit is like coming to you now? And like, mm-hmm. what's going on in your life to, to learn that verse five, to, to mm-hmm. learn that apart from him, you could do nothing. And I like how you said, how many of you actually believe this? And 
I think he gave me that line. Somebody, yeah. gave, somebody at Brainstorm gave me that line. It's, it's the. Uh, <laughs> well, this is even like one How of my. It's such a good question. Yeah, like, yeah, what do we yeah. mean when we? Like, yeah. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Like, yeah. Right, and that's why I had a um, spiritual director. I think of mine share this with me, but he was he asked me back. Well, what needs to happen in your life mm. for you to actually believe that apart from Jesus, you mm. could do nothing? There it is. That's a dang it. Yeah. I wrote it down. I know right you off. should have quoted me on stage, I, too. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> there it is. It's true. But it's that's true. The, it's a great... he, he has. Yes. He has. <laughs> for all true. you listeners out yeah. there, Eric has quoted Eric yeah. on stage. Yeah. Just, oh, thanks. Just, but it's just a, didn't attribute it to her. Just didn't attribute it. Just stole it. it. <laughs> But it's the idea, oh, right, of, of discerning your daily life. And yeah. that could be a spiritual practice, too, of, okay, Lord, where are you working and where are you moving in my life now? And how can I participate and mm-hmm. pay attention to that? Because, I mean, how many of us, I'll be the first to admit, it's just like, it's so easy to do life on your own yeah. without him yep. until you're faced with what oftentimes are trials and hardships and pains and grievances. And you're like, wow, like, I really am so weak. I really do need to, like, abide yeah. Yeah. And then just a little bit to like kind of to not, we don't, I'm not saying we're closing, but kind of like transitioning mm-hmm. it for a brief time of just how it, the story transitions to then Jesus being mm-hmm. sort of like reminded then of his, I, mean, I don't know if we're reminded, but he's able to remind the people of his core mission, right? Was mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. he needs to go out to preach the gospel of the kingdom of God. Like, yeah. so that hopefully even for us, like these times where we're alone with the Lord or these times when we are, abiding in some way or just at least with, with this passage of saying going out and being alone is um is then okay what's my core mission like yeah. what do i need to be about with my life and so it should lead us to like to bearing fruit in some way it's not mm-hmm. just like good vibes right <laughs> like that, that is such a yeah that's yeah. such a um west i don't know we see it in western Protestantism right now of just like how do i get filled up with what i need spiritually mm-hmm but not really a sense of like, how do I then pour mm-hmm. this back out? And mm-hmm. I know that we're struggling with that at Calvary right now when it comes to discipleship. Of like, mm-hmm. We have identified and noticed and seen incredible ways that our people have been poured into, mm-hmm. but struggling to then pour that back out to the next yep. generation. Um, and I think that's just, that's an incredibly um, tough place to be i i love the monastic life i love monks i love what they're about in <laughs> yeah. some ways they're intriguing and i wish i could do it yeah but it's always been bizarre to me where it's like these mm-hmm. people are just filling and filling and filling yeah. but how are what is their mission then like what like how are they then like pouring out into the world into culture into people that are lost um and i'm sure there's obviously examples and stuff but mm-hmm. it feels like for the sure. most part it's this it's this um, devotion to perfecting the inner self and, mm-hmm. and being in line with Christ. But it's like, how is that then like mm-hmm. poured out? And like you said, it's totally modeled with Jesus. Like mm-hmm. It wasn't, wasn't, you know, John 17 wasn't like, I pray for, to be, you know, for them to be one as you and I are one and that's it. It's like, no, yeah. we want to be one because I, I want them to be one the way we are one so that they can then go into this world right, and people world will know. know me, you yeah. know, because of their unity. So. Right. Yeah, and that's where maybe we sometimes pendulum swing from, like, we're just such doers only. Then maybe we, like, or, like, mm-hmm. oh, we're only doers. We need to be. So then we become beers. And then we're, like, oh, wait, did we just, like, pendulum swing all mm-hmm. the way that we only be with? Mm-hmm. And, like, let's, like, have a healthy view of what it means to be first and then do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Right? And, like, a lot of that, I think that's what we see in Jesus here is just, like, a lot mm-hmm. of, like, 
hey, there's listening, there's being with the father. And then he goes and then and then does, mm-hmm. <laughs> so to speak. But yeah. Um, yeah. So just I think sometimes in life we tend mm-hmm. to just culturally we swing from from side to side. Every I don't know. time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah. So trying to just be focused on our core mission to actually care about, you know, sharing the gospel, serving others, caring for others. But then like returning to that place of like abiding Mm-hmm. And then serving, mm. yeah, and hopefully, yeah. And as you do spend yeah. time with him, that becomes more automatic, yeah, and not like, oh, should I go serve today and volunteer in junior yeah. high ministry, <laughs> middle school ministry? Sorry, Josh, MSM, um, <laughs> spot. Um, <laughs> instead of having to like be super conscious about these things, even like, yeah, be nice if it's more automatic. Like, oh yeah, for sure, I want to volunteer, I want to serve here, yeah, or I see someone in need, good. I just automatically want to help them because. Mm, right. God's working on me and transforming my heart in those ways. Yeah, it's cool. It's yeah. good. All right. Well. Wow. Is it I, over? I don't know. We we could talk about we we, we don't have any emails. Can we so. talk about my favorite Ooh. holiday, or should we do that next March? Ooh. Okay. I I think probably a lot of the people <laughs> know holidays. know they know about it. Already. Your favorite holiday, but why don't you share it with us? Just want to let everyone know. I'm working. <laughs> on, I'm working on the trademark right now, but um. My favorite holiday is, you know, it changes throughout every year, depending on the date, kind of like Easter, but definitely not as superior as Easter. It's called Lighter Later. It is when daylight savings ends and uh, the light, the sun stays out later. And it's my favorite holiday because being out in the sun later is better than being inside or outside in the dark. That's true. So March 10th, 2024. Oh, you've already got it in your head? Yeah. You know it? March it 10th? Really? 2024, yeah. Okay. Oh, you there. So start preparing, you know, if you need to, you know, do any, like, Wait, saving. I thought it's done. I thought in the fall mm. we switched last time. No, we didn't vote on that. I it didn't. Think. It didn't uh, pass. So there's so still another bill there. Don't worry. Still in the loop. Right. And I thought it was, like, to vote for the right to vote for it or something. No, it that was one like, already passed. I okay. That, yeah, was that, one, that one passed. The right to put it on the ballot or oh, yeah, something. Yeah, that was, like, the weird one. Though. Yeah. Okay. But it's still in the waiting process. So Lighter, later day. Lighter, later. Eight ten days on a Thursday this year, Ooh. guys. Oh, <laughs> perfect! Yeah. What does that even mean? That's on a Thursday. I don't know. It just is. Cool. It's just August tenth. Looking forward to the barbecue. You're going to prepare for me. Yeah, we're going to have a barbecue. Ooh. So hopefully everybody it's will. The day eat after the fat. my birthday. What? I'll be turning thirty five years old. Whoa! It's always, I guess it's always the day after your birthday. Mid thirties. It is <laughs> every just year, this year, whether it's a Thursday or not. Yeah. Happy birthday, Robert! Thanks, guys. Thirty fifth. Thirty fifth. Wow, that's big. What are you going to do? <sighs> Celebrarily? I don't know, man. I'll have a two kids. I'll have a baby. Wait, when's your guys' baby due? Like a month old. Oh, July first. Month old. Okay. Aww. So it'll be yeah. very little, very little child. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's about when I left to go on a uh, two-week missions trip to Africa. Oh my gosh. When El- after Ella was born, he wow. wanted to, he wanted to kill me. Nineties <laughs> youth pastors had no chill. <laughs> Just you mean seventies youth pastors? <laughs> 70s. 70s. <laughs> I was born in 74. I know. Come on, man. <laughs> Sorry, no everyone chill. old looks the same age to me. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> the best was the other day when uh, one of our elders was at, we were all at dinner and he was like, you know, I just love our, you know, I just oh, love yeah. our younger, our younger oh, yeah. leadership. And like, look, I look at Eric. I'm like, he was looking at Eric when he yeah, said he's this. talking about oh. me. I'm looking at Eric. I'm like, he's almost 50. Like, I know. <laughs> He's our younger leadership. Yeah, I'm the younger leadership at almost fifty. Because wow. there's, there's two college kids sitting with us, and then like a young adult sitting with us at the right. uh, at that same dinner, and they were like kind of looking at me like, like are you? Who's he talking about? Is he talking about that guy with that the gray so with the gray funny. hair and his beard? With the gray beard. 
<laughs> Used to be red beard. Now he's. I'm gray getting beard. old too. Oh. I got some grays up here, guys. I have you do? Yeah. That's all right. Mm-hmm. Bees. Okay. Bees had the. She's fine with me saying this. I think. I hope. But she's had the grays for like yeah a long time. So. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It is what it is. This is, is great content. I'm do only, you, are I'm you, only 25. Do you geez. think you're gonna go like constant hair dye, or are you gonna just let it happen? I'm definitely get some highlights or something <laughs> covered up. <laughs> I'm still single, you know. <laughs> Oh it's true. It's true. It's true. The yeah. gray hair dating scene. So yeah. if you to email in any eligible bachelors, oh, um, yeah. they're going to be pre-screened by a lot of people here. Um, they have to be basically yeah, this is like five-star recruits. Otherwise, they won't be accepted. It's like a so. court of law where it's like we wouldn't have discussed this unless you opened up the like you exactly, opened the topic. Exactly. Yeah. We're not leading the witness. You, I won't sue you. You uh, said yes. So yeah, if you have any eligible male bachelors out there for Aaron, oh, yeah, be go great. ahead and email us. Carter at podcast at calvarylife.org. Podcast at calvarylife.org. Podcast. It will be a no, rigorous screening process broken. though, so no tomfoolery yeah. and no dumb guys. Aaron, do you think we need to talk about how Robert walked into this oh podcast goodness. studio? I, oh my goodness. Robert walked in, y'all. To this podcast Nobody studio is listening with a bag no of rotisserie chicken. No, 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 no. It's, it's not just, rotisserie chicken. Yes, it is. It's it just, looks like that. It's just three pieces of chicken. It's, it's the it's same like, thing. But it's rotisserie chicken. It's not like, it ha- it's you not like fried whole, chicken. You had a wing well, yeah, in your right healthier. hand. You're chewing it with your Coke Zero. Yeah. <laughs> you know, guys, it had been, I, it, it had been a day. I had a late lunch. <laughs> was this off mic when I said it was like the King of Lord of Rings? Yeah. That's the only scene I remember from that movie. It was just. That's the only scene. Sorry, oh I blacked goodness. out. Oh, the oh, you mean the steward of Gondor? Yeah, he's, he's not like, even the king. He's, he's not. When he eats the cherry and he eats the tomato, the tomatoes. Yes, it's cherry yes. Tomato. And Pippin's just singing a banger awesome. of a song. I, so it's I just, just like, saw. So good. I just saw Return of the King in okay. a movie theater oh, yeah. like two weeks ago, and wow. I was, was like, probably... I, that was like one of the scenes I was most excited for. When the horses are like trampling his party, he's like shaking your chest. Oh yeah, it was. It was epic. But the best part was. The cherry was Lord Denethor eating that. Uh, it's a cherry tomato. It's yeah. a tomato. Um, yeah, yeah. And he just it just pops and the juices start flowing down and the chicken. It's just the it's ASMR just, like gnarly, sound dude. is just intense. Yeah. yeah, I just remember it so vividly. And that was out like I saw it in the theaters first time around. So when was that? Early two thousands. So if you're into Lord of the Rings, Aaron may not be into you. So just keep that in <laughs> mind for the eligible oh, yeah, bachelors yeah, that yeah. you email in. It's fine. I can't be that picky. <laughs> Well, there's a lot of guys are into Lord of the Rings too, yeah, so yeah. you'd be like ruling out a lot of, a people. Lot of people. Okay, I like especially Christian guys, you know, especially Christian yeah. guys. But um, I think that uh, that character is actually is a good uh, for like a giving analogy, you know, when it comes to mm. how mm. the king owns it all. Aragorn's actually the king who owns it all, wow. but Denethor is the steward of Gondor, so he's just supposed to steward yes. the the country, the city. But he has done a poor job of stewarding it because wow. he lacks generosity. Wow, interesting, yeah. huh? That's really interesting. If I could drop this mm. mic, I would. But also, <laughs> like, I can't say that on stage, or else people just mm. be like, people with shaking their heads, yeah. looking at me like you're an idiot. We you would have you. twelve yeah. people like cheer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Matt and Nate Morano. And everybody else would just be like, oh yeah. gosh, what's yeah. happening yeah. to our pastor? I know. Get every me t- out of here. Every time I try to do one of those like sci-fi fantasy kind of illustrations, oh. I can just see the room turn against me. Yeah. yeah. Like so many people. I'm checked out right now. <laughs> it's probably out of the subculture of like sci-fi fantasy is bad. Like in my kind I'm of evangelical boring. upbringing, it's like, you know, it's like borderline <laughs> fantasy is like, you know, magic and Merlin. Uh, and like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, anti-Christian yeah. stuff. Um, mm-hmm. 
Which now that I've like, like get it. Re- <laughs> gosh, now that I've researched more, I actually think probably all that stuff just originated out of like other lesser demigods that God created, and then oh, people boy. swore allegiance to them. Easy. So, anyways. that's for next year's yeah, podcast. Easy. <laughs> demigods. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> Wow, well, this so, is a good time, guys. Read uh, Unseen Around by Mike Heisler <laughs> oh, yeah. for oh, next, before rip. next week, and we'll My discuss guy. that. Yeah, Honestly, um, good. It's a great book. Mm-hmm. A lot of hot takes. <laughs> All right, this has been over an hour. Can you believe it? Wow, that's crazy. I think it's flown by. Guys, time flies when you're having fun. Hopefully the listeners feel Just like bring the sevens by. on, I'm telling you. Yeah. That's right. Here we are. Okay, <laughs> we should have like a monthly or quarterly thing of like mm-hmm. Calvary with the sevens. or. What do you, what do you think Matt Doan is on the Enneagram? What's like the? It's got to be a two, right? I that's yeah, where my yeah, mind two. went. Like, like mm-hmm. kind and generous to people at the expense of himself. Yeah, I suppose so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry. Let's we'll find out next week. Yeah. We love you, Matt. Yeah, yeah we, we love, love you, next Matt. week when yeah. Matt does a test on air. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, <laughs> but Matt will be like, "You guys, we're not supposed to talk about that." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, because oh my goodness! Yeah, because the symbol looks like it. it's like a pentagram. Oh, uh, so what about the Star of David? I mean, it's it doesn't like, look like a pentagram at all. Close. It looks like a Star of David. Yeah, but this one has eight eight points, and that one has four. It's like it's close. It's close to five. I think it was a really bad marketing move by whoever like invented it back in like a thousand years yeah, ago. Yeah, a thousand years ago. Come on, man. <laughs> he <laughs> wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't thinking marketing. Got to focus group that. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, we could stop. <laughs> we should stop. Seven's out. But like, I'm begging you. This has come to a point of begging, guys. Okay. Here it is. I'm like right. desperate. I'm desperate. Please. I just, wonder what this is gonna say. Just, I kind of want to guess. Okay, guess. Uh, mm, I have zero idea, actually. Oh, really? He's yeah. begging I'm not begging us. you. I'm begging oh, the listener. Oh, I thought you were begging me. Oh, oh begging the listener. Yes. I was like, what do you want from me? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. I was like, I don't Can know. you just do your jobs, for goodness <laughs> sakes? Are you begging? Are you... <laughs> just... <laughs> are you begging people to send in emails? Yes. Yeah, um, okay. That's what I figured. Yes, what podcast. Kind of question, what kind of questions are you looking for? Yeah. Okay. Questions that you know, are... I think it's a better question. Send in, well, Robert, send in your pushback. I think that's a better way Ooh, to engage you think I, people. I want to fight. No, I just think it's I like a, fighting. I just think it's a better way to engage conversation is to get is to get people to talk about the areas that they have pushback. All on. right, so send in your pushback. If you think we shouldn't spend time with God, then go ahead. Email podcast yes. at calvarylife.org. I'm sure. Uh, no, one I'm of just us said something heretical uh, during you this hour. For sure did when you, yeah, yeah, all your enneagram stuff. Yeah, exactly. So push back on it. <laughs> Like I'm sure every podcast has some good hair. Or like yeah. your that theological questions, your yeah. questions about Eric's life. Yeah, yeah. If you have questions about like you know some interaction you had with your neighbor, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, mm-hmm. this guy is like mad because my tree's grown over his fence. Like I don't mm-hmm. know. Like help us, let us solve your life's problems. We are here wow. for you. That That's feels cool. like a cooler podcast. I'm gonna send like, way more in questions. Is that Ann Landers and Lamont? Yeah, yeah. Ann Land- like, <laughs> Lamont. Who's Ann Lamont? Ann Lamont like wrote a lot of like spiritual books, whatever. Oh but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also Ann a great book on writing. That's yeah, what yeah. I meant. Yeah, Let's just like, be Dear Ann Abby. Landers. Yeah, Dear yeah. Abby. Yeah, we want some dear, tell people. dear Abby, like dating advice. You know that kind yes. of stuff. You know, you're really wondering, hey, what do I do? How should I just get out there? You know, and like. You should ask parenting advice. Eric has good parenting advice. Mm. Like if you're my, if you're a millennial and you need a Gen Xer's point of view on how to raise a kid, you know, ask Eric. 
I'm not kidding. I did want to finish a roast in there, but I thought there, it feels like there's a roast in there. It's, it's not so about Iron Man. It's not how no, to run no, an Iron no, Man. No, you know, Matt, trust me, dude. We talk about Iron Man enough. Oh, brother. It's nauseated with it. <laughs> See, you guys obviously don't listen. I listen to it all the no, time. All the time, I do. <laughs> I listen about your skincare regime. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I listened to that one. That, See, that was Grace great. got you on, or the girls got you on. Yeah, what's whatever. it called again? Seven or? Ordinary. Ordinary. Yeah. Have you seen a marked difference in your face? I think so. Just like wrinkle-wise or sun, yeah. sunspots? Just smoothing or... out, you know, yeah. I don't know. Actually. When was the last time you didn't have a beard or goatee, which oh. I know that was forever ago? Oh, dude. I've never. Either, either B's only, I think, seen me. We've been married 25 years, dated for a year and a half before that. She's seen my chin one time. <gasps> She's only wow. seen my, my chin without beardness on another it. Another podcast idea, live, okay. Facebook Live. Yes. <laughs> what would it take Eric's for you to beard. shave your beard? Like it would take a lot. Like it would take hmm. like money. Like it would take a lot of money. money? How many questions? <laughs> how many questions would you have to get from the podcast listeners? Legit questions. <gasps> yes, here we in go. In order everyone. for you to shave, uh, your they'd beard. have to be from unique listeners. Right. So okay. one person can't do like it. Not multiple. Ten thousand from my brother-in-law. Yeah, yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> like four. No. <laughs> Okay, the over under is four. Maybe I'll at a take zero. the under. Maybe at a zero. I think it would have to be like a hundred and fifty. Wow, I would have said like <laughs> I, I legit would have said like twenty. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. It's a but it's a big deal. Do your faces is get gnarly. warm? No, no, mm. you don't. Yeah, it's fine. Mm. I don't think it helps you stay warm like um, either when it's cold. Yeah, that's not it. Just it just gets itchy when it's hot. Mm. Just food sticks in it. Mine too. Yeah, mine's. Getting a little we should do right the now. Facebook Live then of you cutting your beard. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead and send in your requests and votes for that, guys. Hundred questions. Yeah. Podcast at Calvary. Or you just org. pay me if we get if we get enough giving or if we get enough giving <laughs> oh, to goodness. make up our budget <laughs> deficit. <laughs> you will. Then I'll shave my beard. Oh my <laughs> goodness! You heard it here. You heard first, it here folks. first, folks. <laughs> it's a cool two hundred grand. <laughs> 100 for general, 100 for missions. Yeah, exactly. Go on to calvarylife.org and let's shave Eric's yeah, beard. Gosh, we, it's incredibly petty. I'll commit to it. If we end the fiscal right. year on budget with according to giving revenue. Okay. I almost hate it now. No, I don't want you to do it. It's almost too petty. Yeah, it's so petty. Guys, it's, give out of alignment with the Lord we and your desire. We should probably stop talking. Your desire to push back against the tendency to be defined by money. I think not, Eric's a seven. We converted him. Not to shave Eric's I'm wing, beard. I'm eight wing seven. Eight wing oh, seven. Oh yeah, he's winging right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm winging it up. Winging it up. In fact, if you do give money now, we won't shave his beard. So oh, boy. do the now reverse. just confusing. <laughs> Just okay, just I'm do totally, what the Lord calls you to do. I'm totally, this is do. like senior pastor version of youth pastor would shave his head for like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. AJ just did this friends. the other night at Alpha, yeah. like yes. 80 friends, like trim so the hair good. or whatever. So fun. Because that's the key is just to make yourself look so bad that yeah. like a haircut looks good. That the hair, that, that, yeah. that, that quote unquote punishment looks good. Yeah, exactly. That's what AJ did basically. <laughs> <laughs> his hair looks great. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening to the Cabaret Life podcast. Thanks again for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. If you'd like to share any of your thoughts, please reach out to us at podcast at calvarylife.org. You can find out more about the show on Instagram at Calvary Life or on our website at calvarylife.org slash podcast.